The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. All right, thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. Good stuff. Thanks to Courtney Cronin. Yeah. What a day at Hallis. That's Rwanda and Sylvia. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. Boys are on 6 to 7 tonight. Then it's Rangers, Diamondbacks. Maybe they'll get 10 million tonight. Love it. Since it's a clinching game. Game 5 in AZ tonight. After Black and Abdallah will carry uh, that game live starting at 7 o'clock. That's right. Crosstalks brought to you by Club Hawthorne, betting bars, watching wager on the Breeders' Cup this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Listen to this 14 races for 28 oh, yeah. million dollars. Wow. Breeders' Cup. Remember, this is, uh, they run the juvenile too. Yes. So it's two years old, running a mile, I believe. And those will be your leading horses for uh, the Kentucky Derby card. <clears throat> that sounds great. Lots going on today, uh, but you first think? and foremost, Carm, what happened to your mustache? It's missing. It's uh, it's going to grow back by the end of the month. Well, okay. I won't shave again for is this, uh, November. Uh, is this Movember? Is this Movember? For you? I just needed to clean it up. It was, okay, you know, yeah, it's, it, uh, the way, it, it, it was glorious. It was glorious. Crazy. You got you know what? they got you got to. Uh, of course, it's a tickler. Okay, calm down. It's a tickler. tickler. Yeah, it's a tickler. Oh yeah, oh, Carm's got his tickler. Inner give it the full month. It'll be really yeah bushy and glorious. Yes, oh, you'd be, you know what? You'd be like like uh, Magnum P.I., a little Tom Selleck action. I don't action. know if I could ever look that you good. You know, There's again, no I think way. we've had this conversation That's before. The, majest- the, 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 the majesty of that, that oh, mustache incredible. is because there is a significant difference between his nose and his lip. There's a piece of real there's estate acreage. there. Yeah, right. There's acreage. Yeah. Yes, there's there's real estate there where the mustache can really grow in and establish itself. It's his really was spectacular. Unbelievable. Uh, my, the problem is I get annoyed by it at, at a certain point. You know, some guys like it. They feel comfortable with it. I, I At some point, my face starts to itch. And You mean you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, well, okay. like, no matter how, the, the, the most I've grown out, yeah, I don't care what other people think. The most I've grown out my beard was during COVID, and it was probably like three months. So you guys remember, it was pretty bushy and shaggy. And finally, I got Talking to a point mustaches, yeah. itching my neck, and I'm like, I got to shave. That's it. I, I, I can't stand You'd it. It looked great yesterday or the day before. I'll let it we grow for the month. The by, by November 30th, you're going to love it, Tommy. All right? Yeah. I won't shave this month. I'll just maybe clip the rest of my beard, but I'll keep the Do you go uh, total Movember downstairs as well? No, 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 no. Oh, that's listen, disgusting. Fellas, what are we doing here? What? I, this this look, we're talking Movember must- here. No, this, this is not unhinged. You want me to grow mustache? doesn't have to be unhinged. No, I'm I'm a, a, I'm a, just line. asking. No, cross no, the line no, of decency no, no, no. for me. Look at all of a sudden Mr. Decent over You're there. You're going to end up as the running backs coach. You better be careful. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I thought Danny from Schaumburg had the best line probably of the week. Hilarious. Yeah, like you can't have Jalen Carter in your locker room because of culture issues, but you fired two of your coaches from HR standpoint by, by week nine by week nine do we do uh, we know why so what was I don't what know. happened they won't say diddly squat you know them they're not going to tell you a thing HR means with, it had nothing to do with his ability to coach running back was the correct. DNA truck outside again did not see it did not see it 
Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't coach him. I mean, can you believe this? Two coaches in, <laughs> no, in nine Carl, weeks. I heard you guys talking about the dude from Miami who was doing booger sugar in his office right. table at the, yeah. the facility bad. back in the day. Yeah. Bad. But that was one. Why? This is two separate incidents. And I was asking someone, you know, I was like, you know, how does – how does a head coach actually survive that knowing that he's the ultimate hirer of those guys? And the person I was talking to was like, well, not only would you be replacing a head coach, you'd be replacing a D.C. as well. So you'd have like half a coaching staff left, to be well, honest yeah, with I you. I wonder how much of that is like factors into the calculus yeah. right now. Yeah. He's the guy calling the plays, the second guy this year. And could you really find a third guy then to do it? Oh, and still someone to be. I dude, you talk about craziness, Carm. I so badly want to be in this 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 basement room right here, elaborating on really good, positive Bears stuff and wins and consecutive victories, and we're going to try to run three of them in a row. But yeah, everyone's like, you have no, nothing short to talk about. I'm like, I want to be talking about yeah, wins. I don't want to be. T- I want to yes. be talking about. I feel like, like Mojo. I feel, I feel like we're you, you know CSI Chicago. You know, when I throw my glasses on, like David Caruso, and, and, and strike a pose. Carmen, like not only Silly's have, got his blue light out on down here. <laughs> not only have they fired two of their coaches, the head coach just so happens to be the worst head coach in Bears history in his first two years, record wise. By the way, you can hear him every Monday afternoon at two ten. Uh, just us. stating the facts. No, I know. I am too. I'm advertising the coaches' show. You know, I mean, that that there's not a lot going for him. Two of his coaches have gotten fired um, this year yes, for, for, for HR reasons or whatever, and he just so happens to be the worst statistical coach yes. in his first two years on the job. They've won 20% of their games, uh, Sylvie. They, the two teams they've actually defeated this year, uh, one just fired their coach and GM because yeah. they're an even bigger mess than the Bears. The other will fire the coach at the end of the year and just sold off its two yeah, best players. fire sale. On defense, had a fire sale on defense. Those are the two teams they beat. I, I mean, uh, it, it's this is a bigger disaster than anything I can remember. And We're in the eye of the hurricane have, right now. We are right here at this facility. Yeah, the, 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 the eye of the hurricane is usually calm. Yeah, it is. The eye of the hurricane. Well, it's kind of so it's kind of calm. Like, like Miller, you know, Miller's sitting over there. Reading he's got stuff. a nice sweater on. He's got with a good collar. sweater. He looks good. You know, I had a conversation with a couple of the media folks down here. Like. You know, I mean, it's kind of calm. Carm, you would like this. I walked in. You know, you know the layout here. I walked into the media room, and I saw everyone was assembled. All the camera people were assembled. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm walking in in the middle of one of those press conferences. I just heard Jalen Johnson speak during your show. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm making noise during the middle of a press conference. And one of the camera people turned around and goes, no, don't worry. There's there's no press conference coming going on right now. Come on in. Just you just have to wade through about three feet of crap. Yeah, is what he said. That's funny. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, there's jokes. Everyone's got jokes. Everybody's got jokes. Well, what could you do if you weren't laughing? You'd be crying, right? Isn't that the old saying? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm hoping. I heard you guys having the conversation earlier today about making this trade without having any firm, concrete kind of plan for an extension for Montez Sweat. I heard what Johnny said about. Look, the last thing you can do, I guess, this is what I'm clinging to. Because I can't imagine you're giving up an early second-round pick for a guy for the right to possibly franchise tag him. <laughs> I, you know, but Johnny said, like, look, you, you can't be given the impression that you were talking to another team's players 
player until he became yours. So maybe they're just doing this on the kind of being quiet, and in the next 24 to 48 hours, they're yeah. going to say, hey, boom, we have found common ground with Montez Sweat as people. That's the only thing I can hope for. Yeah. And Miami did that with Bradley Chubb last yes. year, so you're, you might be right. It'd be pretty stunning if they played out yeah. this year without a contract extension for yeah. Montez Sweat. That, that would be interesting. I just yes. can't imagine that that is uh, like... It could not have plan, been your approach. Right? Could it not could been. not have been. So what were you trying to do? You were trying to lure him into your building and get him overwhelmed by the quality of the record. Right. Five and twenty. The the culture inside the building where two of your coaches have been fired yeah. for HR reasons. You tell your players stay away from HR. <laughs> the fact that you are going to be doubled and tripled, and maybe four offensive linemen are going to approach you on every snap because the rest of your defensive line hasn't been able to get to a quarterback. I mean, like this is a hard sell unless you drop a gigantic bag on his front step. Yeah, I mean, did you want him? I don't know. It's like, did you panic because Atlanta was kicking the tires and you're like, well, let's just get him and we'll figure out the rest later? I don't think that's a very good approach it's when not. you're giving that's what happened with Claypool with picks. Didn't that happen with Claypool last year? Yeah, well, with Green Bay. Green Bay wanted him. You know, that, that's not very good when you're giving away top 40 picks to just be like, well, we'll just send it. We'll, we'll deal with it later. But at that point, Carm, even if you were renting Claypool, you got him for a year and a half. If you're renting Montez Sweat, you're getting him for what? They, 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 nine they, games? Nine they games. better not be renting. I mean, a 2-16 no, no, no. renting not, players? Not is for a second new round draft no, choice. that's no what way. I'm saying. So, like, what? You better get it. You better have him here for four or five years. I would think. Otherwise, like, how much did you, you know, that you really failed? Carm, it's a stiff price to pay even if you get him in the fold yes. for four or five years. Yes. No, and we can come to the agreement it was a stiff price to pay, but if he goes out there and makes you a better football team and he excels and he does really good things, I think we'll all be happy. And, and then anyone who says you've got, and it is true, you have the franchise tag as, as leverage at Yurko, I've heard you say it, but the truth of the matter is that's not – how you want this to work because you know guys can hold out with that too and you don't want him holding out um and creating more of an issue with the that's not the way you start out a bear's career with a new regime next year with the regime and they have they have all they have uh, had a chance to use the franchise tag on 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 roshan uh roquan and, and they said no we're trading him they didn't want. A, they didn't want a contract dispute. They don't want a contract dispute right now with Jalen Johnson. They 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 want guys to sign on their own terms, and if they don't, they get rid of guys. They've shown you what they do. They have a price for all of these guys, and and that's what they do. I don't know why you would invite a new player in for a second round pick without having parameters already in line. It seems to be doing it backwards. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit here or the benefit of the doubt for uh, no particularly good reason, but I bet by the end of the week there's I'm with you, Carm. Like, I'm a blind faith. Yeah. I've got a blindfold on, and I'm walking across, you know, this really thin wire yeah. with alligators underneath me. I just think I know it's not a smart thing to do, but I, think I can't imagine. I think like, as dysfunctional as they've been, and we've seen them screw up, like, this, that would be next level, if you yeah, ask me. I'm sorry. This would be next. This is like, that's malpractice. I mean, I, there's no other way to put it. I, so I got to imagine in the next 48 hours or so, they're going to proudly announce we have a five-year I, yeah, extension. I, and I hope you're right. 
He didn't like. Did you hear you? You guys there at Sweat, yeah, right? I was sitting in there. He didn't it. seem to think that there was anything. Like he doesn't know well, what's going. on. I think his head's spinning. He, you know, yeah. he hadn't even been to his locker yet. He doesn't you know where he's sleeping. That's what agents do. Yeah, and that's what agents do. He yeah. was just yeah. he was just giving you kind of yeah. You know, Hopefully, yeah. polls will shed some more light on this as uh, he speaks here point. in fifteen minutes. Good point. We'll carry that and live. Carrying, Waddle yeah, and Sylvie yeah. will uh, Sylvie will carry that live. Maybe he will, Sylvie. I don't know how open and honest he's going to be because he's probably smack dab in the middle of these negotiations right now. I don't know. We'll see. But he's going to be asked also about about uh, Matt Eberflus. He's got to be asked about it. He is the guy that is in charge of hiring the the head football coach. And especially with what happened with the Raiders head coach and with now a second member of Matt Eberflus's staff being removed for non-football-related stuff, that question has to be asked to Matt Eberflus's boss today, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, He's I know that sweat it. has to be a focal point here, but how often do these guys get an, and gals get an opportunity to talk to the, the general manager, especially on a day so when you're, the second you're, you're asking if they're going to give him a uh, vote of confidence? Mm, the uh, I'm, what I'm saying is, is I can guarantee you Potsy's going to ask him, uh, Ryan, how do you – how do you keep Matt Eberflus employed as the head coach of this football team without success and now with a second member of his staff right. having to be relieved of his duties that have nothing to do with football reasons? Yeah, I, I hope, I hope uh, questions about his job status will come into play. I think, it, I think it's imperative, isn't it? Isn't uh, that part yeah, of the... I would think so. Just tell Potsy to stop using antiquated idioms. That's all. About over a barrel? <laughs> Is that what it was? It was Phenomenal. so funny, Carmen. Phenomenal. He, it was funny because... I had heard I um so I had heard the press conference with Jalen Johnson in the car. First of all, Yurko, you made me laugh so hard <laughs> with with the when I heard you laugh when Jalen Johnson said um, that he he was the best corner in the league, and I heard you laughing in the background. <laughs> at first, at first, what second, I'm like, who's laughing in the press conference? And I'm like, kid. oh, Mike's got it. Uh, Yurko's got his mic open. No, no, Carmen. I think my open. mic was open. Oh, it was Carmen's mic. That's, that's how loud the laugh was. Yeah, that's how laugh. That's how loud it was. And so, so I'm driving to Hallis, and then. Uh, right as I walked in, right after the Jalen Johnson press conference ended, and it's Weederer and Potsy talking. Team Tribune, Team Sun Times, and I was busting Potsy's balls about his line of questioning to Jalen Johnson. So good about going back and about getting burned. Getting how he brought burned. up yeah, getting burned. Great. Yes, and sure enough, then he was the focal point. Then with Montez Sweat about you got the Bears over oh, a barrel. Phenomenal. Sweat's reaction was just great. Yeah, it's so. Do funny. you think he 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 truly didn't know? Uh, I guarantee you, he doesn't he know. This. Okay, I mean, it's an old saying. He's yeah. twenty-seven years old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 1986 yeah. is when it originated, fellas. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's so good. Um, is mustache rides one of those sayings as well? No, that's not. No, everybody that knows what that, that is. Newer? Yeah, everybody. Knows. I can't Courtney, believe, Carm. I keep seeing you on the screen. I can't believe you shaved that piece of, uh, of majesty off your face. I'll, it'll go it's back a, by it's the end start of the start of November. Yeah, that's what you got. You got to go with the start. Slate. I get it. Got to go clean. It was glorious, though. Yeah, it's still on my Instagram for one more day. My whiskey review I taped a few days. Can ago you do a? It, so. Could you do a like a handlebar mustache? Um, if I could, grew, you make it happen? I, yeah, I don't know. My my facial hair grows weird though. Where I don't think so. Like I think you need. I don't know. I mean, I I've never even thought about that. I guess I would, if you grew it out really long and you got like a wax, you know, not to steal Sylvie's thought, but can you do the handlebar mustache downstairs as well, no, or is that just I, no? It's not growing. You really got to grow it out. I think no. I think you really have to grow it out to do yeah, a handlebar. It's going to take some time, yeah. You need a lot of hair, and then it's you need... Be, it's going to need to be groomed in the specific portion toward the outside of each... 
yeah. side of your uh, mouth. That's what is going to have to be manicured over the course of time. Right. While so, the rest of the mustache means uh, you manicure. Over yes. the, you know, you've got to keep that in check. And then I think you need a fair amount of beard balm every day, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is yeah. so Raleigh Fingers the last oh, his was handlebar mustache that you can recall? I mean, his was spectacular. You talk about spectacular. Oh, God. I, don't I would know. love oh, to There's see a that. lot of beard and, and cigar guy. Uh, not cigar, but mustache guys. Well, mustaches that. are big again right now for yeah. some reason, especially like 20 something. You know, that yeah. crew. They like, got a guy in Northwest India. They're really popular. Got an impressive well, I mean, mustache. like your boys. Like Nico and Jake have done creative yeah. things with their facial hair over the years. They're ne- young. Ne- and- Nico's got a beard. If I show you a picture of Nico, you'd see that beard. It's, it's Jake had a funky a mustache thing going for a yeah, little I while. Yeah, I think at a wedding. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there a wedding yeah. picture that where he had a good oh, beard? Yeah. The young guys, I think, are totally into it and get yeah. real creative with it. And yeah, it's but, uh, like Shay's beard. Shay's got a huge, thick beard. Yeah. Well, I said beard. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. What is going on? Be careful. He'll fire you into the sun. Unbelievable. You, hey, you hear what Cap did today? No. What did he do now? So um, I, uh, I was going to call him out on the air, but then Shay, and I wanted Shay to call him out on the show, but I guess Shay just did it behind the scenes. Oh, boy. So we live in the same neighborhood in the same area. And and the boys were excited to go ring his bell for ring Halloween. Bell. Uncle Cappy's for some popcorn balls. Yeah, for popcorn like balls. what? Is, what is Cap hand, handing out for Halloween candy? Take that hats. Well, of course, the house was totally dark. No one was out. There was no. There was yeah. no dish. There was no jack o' lantern really? filled with any candy or anything. He blew off Halloween. Do you think I, he calls it a jackass o' lantern? <laughs> well, why, yeah, he probably does. Why Cap blew off Halloween? Why? I he he claims that uh, the the bowl got ripped off. That really? someone took the entire bowl. Mm. Uh, and he said that it was a busy day for Lou Malnati, so Mindy was working, mm. and and so today. Because word got back to him that I wanted Shay to call him out, and I was going to call him. He stopped at the candy store on the way home, and he bought two huge bags of candy. So he's just going to give out candy right now front for the and day he, after. Yeah, yeah, and he bought he bought both my kids candy. Like, oh, nice. what's that mean? I mean, what, what, why so anti Halloween? What's going on? I don't know. I passed out candy yesterday. Of course, house. I did too. Of course, yeah, like a gentleman. Not, not very popular with the cold weather. Yeah, it was not not a great night. It was. So Shay cool. said I called him and I thanked him. Shay said. That uh, Cap uh, is that he's not a Halloween guy, and I said, "Well, it's not for him; it's for the yeah. kids." Well, of course, we're not asking Cap York, to go you, trick or treating. York, do you have any rules on Halloween for no, those that are coming just, by the house? They just have to say trick or treat. That's okay, it. and all the children's yes. said thank you. Yes, oh, said, we no, always here. You go, champ. And, and I always tell them, watch the steps. Yes, yeah, watch the steps. Especially when it's kids. a little icy last yeah. night. Yeah, watch, watch the, steps. the steps, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. So Ryan Pohl's coming up. What else do you guys have? Uh, so we have an announcement about the Holiday Parody Song Contest. Very good. Uh, the details coming up here we'll uh, announce on the Should show. Should be some doozies. Barstool oh, yeah. Big Cat's going to join us at 4. Uh, the Barstool. Yes. Joniak is going to join us in person here at 5. And, and all of your calls here uh, regarding the sweat deal. We'll find out more details. I, I'm very anxious to hear what Ryan Poles has to say. Me too. And then with the, the added firing of another coach... Off Eberflus's staff, like Waddle just said, 
what are we going to hear Ryan Pohl say about Matt Eberflus? And right. I'm sure he'll be pressed about that. So, all right, boys. We'll get to, let, why don't we do? Why don't we break so we're back in time yep. to make sure we get all of it, and then uh, and we'll, we'll we'll be ready to roll. All right, have a good show, Waddle and Sylvie. We'll get you home next. And Ryan Pohl's meets the media in ten minutes. You'll hear it right here on your home for the Bears. See you tomorrow, Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home. We're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. All right, for the second day in a row, we are live at Hallis Hall. Let me set the stage for you. Another busy day. Busier even than yesterday when the Montez Sweat deal was made and the Jalen Johnson deal was not made. Um, Ryan Poles is going to meet the media here in a matter of minutes. Charlie will just bring up the sound, and that's when I'll know to just uh, make way for the press conference, and you'll hear that in its entirety. We'll find out if uh, there's any sort of progress or if he's got parameters in place on a Montez Sweat contract extension, or did they just acquire him and and hope to get that worked out in the off season? I, I That would be hard to believe. Will he... Uh, endorse um, Matt Eberflus and, and his job progress. That would be hard to believe, but what do general managers do in the middle of the season with still how many games left? Ten? Depends on uh, depends on who your owner is. If your owner owns the Raiders, they get rid of people. But if yeah, you but don't own the Raiders, then you probably remain status quo. They, they keep hiring the wrong guys, too. Well, it's a different they, conversation. Yeah, yeah. They, they had Bisaccia there. He was the right guy. And then they, they got rid of him and it, after he was the interim coach. But we're talking Bears football. Um, so I was there for the Montez Sweat press conference. We'll play you some of that. And uh, Jalen Johnson spoke today. I was surprised by that. I did not think that the Bears would make him available. But um, maybe he wanted to talk. Maybe he said, hey, you know what? I'd like to talk. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll play you a lot of that. Woke up to the news uh, this morning. The Athletic, the first to report it was Fishbane and Johns. Ran into both of those guys. They do great work for the Athletic. They broke the story that um, Walker, the Bears wide, uh, the Bears running backs coach, uh, was fired today for HR reasons. Over workplace behavior. Workplace behavior. Second time this year that... Bears assistant coaches have been relieved of their football duties because of workplace behavior. Is that what they called the first? Is that what they called Alan Williams workplace behavior? Well, have we uh, had that confirmed. Okay, well, he, okay. He, technically, he Let, resigned. Let's okay. He resigned. Okay, yes. okay. Time out. Time out. Okay, fine. For 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 my lawyer friends out here right yeah, now, we need a for 20. reasons for reasons that had nothing to do with, with effing football. football. Right. Is that better for you guys? Yeah. Okay. Good. It, it, it's it, for salacious reasons. I don't think that's been confirmed either. I'll just go with for non-football related stuff. It, 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 it's crazy. Um, Alan Williams coached one week of football for the Bears. One game of football this year. And he left the building. And we still have not really found out what truly happened or why he resigned. Uh, and now we have the running backs coach. And then, like I told Carmen, the Bears head coach right now is statistically in two years in in the span of his career the worst coach in Bears history. And there have been a lot of bad Bears coaches. 
So I don't know how he survives, but but who knows? There have been a lot of surprises here. Like I'm, I like, I, I, I I'm surprised they have traded uh, early second round picks in back to back years. I like Montez Sweat. I like him on the Bears. But again, my belief is you build Super Bowl teams through the draft. That's how you build Super Bowl teams. Do you know the last time the Bears had the 35th overall pick? I got to cross-check if it was the last time, but I looked one of the times the Bears had the 35th overall pick. Who they selected in the draft? I don't know. Peanut Tillman. It's a good pick. One of, one of the all-time great defensive backs in Bears history. When you look at the times the Bears were good or look at many times throughout the league that on how these great teams were built, the core is usually built through the draft. And again, I'm not telling you that Montez Sweat doesn't have a place in my football team. I like Montez Sweat. They have a huge need for a defensive end and someone to, to rush the passer. But the way you're going to build a sustained, good football team is through the draft. And the way you do that is with many high picks, not getting rid of your high draft picks. And in back-to-back years, they're getting rid of premium picks where good players are often found, cost-controlled players. And that scares me. So, like... I, I think it's a nuanced conversation. So it, it's not a hate the trade. It's a hate getting rid of second round early picks that I, in back-to-back years that I just do not like. Like when you look at the core of the last really good sustained Bears teams from the early to mid-2000s, that team was a defensive team, right? That, that identity. And Erlacher and Briggs, and Peanut, and Devin Hester. Um, Give me some other Tommy Harris. Most of the really good players were were found through the draft. Alex Brown was, what, fourth round? Yeah, like they they did trade for Adewale Agunlia, but when you look at the pecking order... Mike Brown was a draft pick? Draft pick. When you look at the pecking order of the most important players on that team... Most of the, the top guys were drafted. If you look at the Chiefs, the same thing currently. Most of the teams who are really, really good teams, the best players are, are usually drafted. And, and so for all the people who say, well, you can, you can cherry pick and you can say you're, you're going to miss on those picks. If you're going to miss on picks, you're never going to be a good team anyway. The only way you're going to be a great football team is if you hit on draft picks, especially when you're rebuilding. No, no team was ever built through free agency. None. No good sustainable NFL team. You're built through the draft. That's how you win in this league. This is going to suck even worse if, in fact, there's no announcement that they've signed him to a contract extension. If you go to the offseason and you're forced to franchise him, that is not a position you want to be in. That is not something that you, I don't think, promotes positivity in your organization. 
you have to find a way if you're going to give up a steep price for a player like this who is a good football player, he has to be part of your franchise for the next four or five years. Period. End of story. Uh, absolutely. That's so it. I'm very interested. So uh, Poles is going to meet the media at any minute, and when he does, we will bring it to you. And, like, a lot, I've, I've gotten some blowback. Um, I know a lot of Bears fans, like, I'm not here to rain on anybody's parade. And I, I, I'm, I'm just a little skeptical, too, because, A, I like teams to build through the draft. I like those high picks. And, B, like, I've always told you how I judge new guys in town. I always start by giving all new guys the benefit of the doubt. I did it with AK. I did it with Ryan Poles. And then the, the meter moves depending on how they do. If they do really well, then it goes love. If they do not so well, it gets to a more skeptical lens. So when you start and your first free agent signing is failed through a physical in Larry Ogunjobi, and then he goes to another team and he starts performing, then I've got big question marks. When your first offensive draft pick is Valus Jones and you continue to compound the mistake by keeping him on your team, I get more skeptical. Um, when your first coaching hiring was Matt Eberflus, and he looks like he is uh, totally not qualified for this, I continue to be more of a skeptic. When you don't address the center position and your snaps are all over the place and it is hindering the performance of Justin Fields, I continue to be skeptical. So, and, and yeah, there are some good things too. Like the the, the Carolina trade was great, but... There is a track record now building where there are some things where I've looked at, the, and I didn't mention Chase Claypool, when a year ago at this time you traded the second-round pick for one of the worst trades in Bears history. So when you line all of those up in a row, shame on me for being just a little skeptical of this next thing, of getting rid of this next second-round pick. I'm not going to be doing Uh, cartwheels and saying, I'm so happy that they made this deal for an unsigned player long-term giving up the 35th pick in the draft. He's got to answer some tough questions, I think, coming up here in a few minutes. And I think that the the questions will come about the the head coach as well, as they should. I can't recall an NFL franchise having to dismiss two of their coaches in this manner in the same season. Ever. I, it may have happened. I don't have any recollection of it. Um, it's, it's nothing that is something you want on your record. And I would think that not only is, is Ryan Poles going to be asked about it, I would think at some point there are going to be some people that would like to ask Kevin Warren about it yes. as well. Yes, we, we just got that tweet. I said to somebody who tweeted, um, they said, what is Kevin Warren thinking about all of this? I said, we should find out at the end of the year. Maybe sooner, and hopefully he's not happy. Well, you're not winning games, first of all. You're not developing guys at this point. Uh, your, your, your coaching staff is, is in flux because guys are being removed from their positions for non-football-related stuff. Your general manager is, is making some good moves and some that are still to be determined and some that haven't been so good. So there's really nothing solid at this point about the franchise, I hate to say. That has you feeling great. What about this franchise right now? Like, I would say probably seven or eight weeks ago, I was very excited about the change at the top and having a new you know, set of eyes and a new set of ears and a, a new perspective. 
the possibility of building a new stadium, uh, possibility of a new future. Mm-hmm. You went through a teardown last year. This was year one of the rebuild, and there was an opportunity to show tremendous progress in certain areas. And I have to tell you, after eight games, um, I can't really point to a whole lot of things that have me proud and satisfied None. as a Bears fan. No, I know how depressed. You, like, you have literally been quite down about all of this. Well, this none has of it's affected fun. your mood. None of it's fun. Like, is any of this fun? You having fun over there, Meller? No. Is this good? Not particularly. No. I, I mean, uh, like, what? what is it? We're well, not winning games. They haven't won consecutive games since week 16 and 17 of the 2021 season. Think about this. I was listening to Matt Eberflus, his press conference, and on the day after, the first opportunity he has to meet the media to talk about adding an edge pass rusher that they have sorely lacked since he's gotten here, that he gets to answer one question at the very end of the press conference because they have to spend the entire time peppering him about David Walker. Right. And, and the guy you just traded for is worth the conversation because he's a physical freak. He plays hard. He plays well against the run. He plays well against the pass. He is hopefully the start of you turning the, the you, know, you know this thing around in a lot of ways. How many blue-chip guys, we talked about this briefly yesterday, how many blue-chip guys are on your roster right now? There's one. Montez Sweat is number two. He's a blue-chipper. Is he? Yeah. He's not a top-five pass rusher in the league, but Montez Sweat is a, is a blue-chip player. I mean, again, he's not an elite all-pro guy, but I would say Montez Sweat is a, is a blue-chip guy. Now we'll find has he, out. Has he been to a Pro Bowl? Uh, that I'm not so. sure of. I like, I mean, I is a blue ch- can a blue chip guy has be a DJ guy Moore who's... Has DJ Moore been to a pro bowl? Yeah. DJ Moore? Yeah, yeah. He, he has? Yeah. Like, a, can a blue chip guy be a guy who's never been to a pro bowl, never had 10 sacks? I mean, I, I like Montez Sweat, but is he a blue chip guy? I think he's a well, good what is, to a very good What is your definition play? of a blue chip guy? Game changer. If you're, if you're very good... Then you probably fit into the blue chip. I mean, I don't know how everybody rates their guys, but he is a, a very good football player. He's a well above average football player, and he's a guy on my roster that is probably outside of my receiver, the most talented guy in his position. My apology, no, no Pro Bowl. Yeah, DJ I mean, is DJ Moore a blue chipper? I think so. As do I. He, so I, I think he's like amongst the the top wide receivers in the league. For sure, I would say top ten. He's he's a top ten wide receiver. Maybe I'm just being being generous, but I would say DJ is a blue chipper. I would say that that Montez Sweat is a blue chip player. Um, but really, where's the list go from there? Because like DJ Moore's had one thousand yard uh, every year is a one thousand yard receiving year, even though he's never had a true quarterback who's been established in the league and has had consistency. Like, even now, Justin's hurt. And he's still going to have 1,000 yards receiving. Like, I know he's a well-rounded player and he grades well. He's never had a 10-sack season yet. You know? Uh, like, that's kind of the measure for a, a defensive end. Okay, is, we'll call him a, then we'll call him a white, a white chip player. Is it, that's just below well, well, No, what chip? is it? Is it, is, it, is it red? I think it's red. Okay. He's, he's a red chipper for I'm you. Not a scout. I'm gonna, I'll keep him on the blue chip list. I don't think he's an elite player, but I, I still believe he's an above average player. So maybe my grading scale is a little bit lower than everybody else. But he's immediately one of the top yes, two or three best players on, the, on this defense. For sure. And, and Matt Eberflus could barely talk about him because – and rightfully so, the media had to follow up over and over again because this is not the first assistant who's been fired or let go of duty of their duties this season. Right, and and then like getting back to the to the um, 
to the question about Kevin Warren. So we all want to know, why haven't the Bears ever gotten the quarterback position right? Why haven't they been able to develop Justin Fields? Why haven't they been able to develop any quarterback or gotten it right? Why have why has this coach failed? Why all, do all their coaching searches fail in the past? Why have they been stuck forever? Like the term deep dive in my book has is one of the most overused terms like in 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 the world today. Everyone thinks they're truly doing a deep dive when they're really having a 10-minute conversation. I want Kevin Warren to be truly doing a deep dive on this organization, finding out why every quarterback fails, finding out why what went wrong with his coaching staff and what went wrong with the hiring process and why assistant coaches have been hired who who are going astray, why they never get the right head coach, why do they consistently hire wrong. So before he meets the media, I want answers to all of these questions. I want the dive to be completed. I want him to come up with a wealth of knowledge so then when the offseason comes, he will have answers and an understanding of what has gone wrong inside the building that we're sitting in for so many years. So now when they go out and hire a coach or when they draft the next quarterback, they're going to fix everything that has failed here for decades, not years, but decades. Hopefully that's what he's doing up in his office right now and not doing crossword puzzles. He's been here since April. My hope is is that this has been his, his mission since he got here was to figure out why things haven't been better than they are and how to make them better than what they've yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meller, what should we do here? Uh, are we going to keep it here because we don't want to miss polls? Um, do, we have, do we have time to uh, take a timeout? Yeah, we could. I think while we're waiting, we can take a quick time out, and if he comes to the podium, we'll just okay. drop out of the break and all come right. back. We will. We will air all of Ryan Poles. So if we will uh, get right to it, um, so don't worry about missing anything or going somewhere to find it. We will come right back as soon as Ryan Poles meets the media. We will air that in its entirety. We are live at House Hall. We've got Barstool Big Cat today. We also have Jeff Joniak, and uh, we'll tell you about the. Uh, holiday parody song competition that is coming back. I love what we're giving away this year. Uh, it's Waddle and Sylvie live at Howard. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Alright, Ryan Poles expected to meet the media anytime as soon as he gets to the podium just above us we will uh we will bring that to you it's been a busy day here matt eberflus had to fire one of his uh, coaches the running backs coach due to an hr violation uh, it's the second coach who has had to be dismissed for non-football uh situation uh, this year um, sweat said he's expecting or he's hoping to play on sunday against the saints right yes hoping to play his head was spinning a carmen said that um, he still had his jacket on. Um, he like a lot of questions were asked and that he didn't have answers for. He still didn't know which jersey he was wearing. He still didn't meet really with anybody in the building. He didn't have his locker yet. He said one of the first things he had to do in the building was meet the media. Yeah, I'm like let, let the dude get settled. Um, he seemed very comfortable in front of the media. Yes, he's a he's a, a good uh, chill guy. Yeah. 
I, I liked he had an answer about what happened against the Bears or what do you remember about uh, the Bears game. And he said something like, like they got after our ass. Yeah, they got like after that. our ass. Yeah. It was he a, said, like, they asked him a couple of questions. And he was like, look, I'm just trying to find a place to lay my head down tonight. Yes, so yeah, yes. to be determined on a lot of the answers. But I'd love to see him out there Sunday in the, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Dome down in New Orleans. Yes, yes. Isn't that what it's called now? Or is it still yes. the Superdome? No, it's, it's, yeah, it's the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Tough place to play for opponents. Kevin Fishbane just, I saw him upstairs, and then he was just texting me. He said the last time that the Bears won in the dome there was the 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 game that you guys 91 yes that's surprising i don't know how many times they've played in the dome since then the last recollection i have of the bears playing in the dome was the playoff game well i know they they have a win in new orleans remember after hurricane katrina and that game was played in at lsu so like that does obviously doesn't count yeah so it wasn't in the dome and uh, here's hoping that the Bears play a better first 58 minutes than we played on that day back in 1991, as Jim Harbaugh was two of 19 for 16 yards and two interceptions in the first 58 minutes of that game. Say those stats again. Two of 19 for 16 total yards, no touchdowns and two interceptions with two minutes to go in the game. Har- Harbaugh did not have the defensive uh, play calls, did he? He did not at that point. Uh, but we did have a defense that we traveled with that kept us in the game to the final moment. So Richard Dent was out there knocking Bobby Bear's helmet off. How many quarterbacks in today's day and age get to stay in a game when they're 2 of 19 for, for what? Uh, 16 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. How many? How many quarterbacks, unless you're Mahomes, you're Herbert, you're, you know... The, all, most guys like, are getting yanked. You know, mo- the top seven guys. How? Yeah, most guys get yanked. Yeah, right? most guys are probably getting yanked. We were. I want to say, like, yards. they were seven and zero oh when that the game began. I think we were five and two. So it's one of those heavyweight battles in the NFC. But I, Harbaugh must have been playing pretty well leading into that game. They were going to yank him, but it was a rough start. It was the last good year under Ditka. Yes, correct. In '92, uh, coach got fired. Um, but yeah, that that was a memorable game because at seven and zero, the Saints. Remember, I tell you this story all the time. Vic Fangio was their was their defense or was their linebacker coach, and they had maybe the four the best core of four linebackers in a three four defense you've ever seen, and they were flying around just whacking people. But Mel- we beat them. Meller just showed me. Uh, so Montez Sweat will wear ninety eight. Hopefully for the next five years. Unless he wants to change his number next year while he's in a long-term right, contract. Right, right. Who's wearing 90 right now? Isn't that what he wore with the Commanders? Correct. It was um, – who was wearing 91 because they had to change their number for Unique Ngakwe? It was, was Dominique it, was Robinson. It, Robinson. There you go, yes. yeah. And so Robinson has I, I, Robinson's I, I, still on the team. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like a, he, he, he is. He's been inactive. He's yeah. been one of their weekly in- – and I had hopes for – like remember when they first drafted him, everyone thought he was a good find. Well, his first game. Well, he, he was a, a quarterback, right, at Miami of Ohio until they turned him into a defensive end. I yeah. Think he, didn't yeah. he come into the I – think I think he had a sack and a half in his first he game. He did. Yes. He hasn't had a sack since. Yes, yes. That was last – I didn't know. So he may, he may change um, next year, I hope. With a big bag of money. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so we're waiting for Ryan Poles. And, and someone asked me this yesterday, asked us this on the phones, 
312-332-3776. Didn't they ask us what Ryan Poles' job approval was? Someone called in and they they said like they thought Ryan Poles' job approval rating was plummeting. And then I asked the caller, what, well, what do you think it is? And the caller said he thinks it would be 50-50 right now. And I said, well, that's a good question to ask on the poll. You know me. I like a good poll question. And asking a poll question about polls uh, is fun. Poll on polls. So I did it. Um, and we've had almost 3,000 votes in less than an hour. So this is obviously a hot topic with polls set to speak here. Um, and there are a lot of fans of the trade. So you can vote on my Twitter handle, at Waddle and Sylvie. And I phrased it, do you approve of the job Ryan Poles has done as general manager of the Chicago Bears? Yes or no? You're staring at the results right now. Are you surprised by I the results? I can't. Honestly, my eyes are so bad. You, I can't see what they are. But my guess would be that the, I can see because of the bar, the majority, the vast majority is no. The vast majority is no. Yeah. Um, right now, his approval rating is 31.7% with this, with this um, poll how, question. How much of that how, – how much – how much of that will change in the right direction if, it, if he were to announce we've got a long-term deal for, for a Montez Sweat sign? You think it's, it's deal-related? I, I, I would think that that would impact it at least a little bit. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what percentage increase would, would happen. But I think trading a second-round pick for a guy that you don't know whether or not you can get an extension signed with him is probably not making most people feel real confident in the Bears' general. We manager. could do it next week. Look, a lot can change with a, gr- a, I'm with a, Carm a great draft. Like, I'm with Carm. I, 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 it's blind faith. I, I can't imagine that there won't be something positive mentioned about that in the next 24 to 48 hours. If not, it's I, – I, Truly don't understand why you would rent a player as a 2-16. and 16. So 31.7% say yes, 68.3% say no. Get him locked up. He's a good player. He's going to help your team. No question about it. That's, that's why I thought that they would have talked to the agent uh, and said, okay, w- we're going to pull the trigger here. Atlanta wants him. He's from Georgia. They're offering him a third. They're offering Washington a third. We're going to come in at a two, which they're going to say yes to, and it's a high two. But in order for us to do it, we've got to know what you're looking for. What's, what's ballpark here? And then we'll, 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 we'll create the contract around that. What are you looking for? Guaranteed money and, and years. I think and, Carm said that the Chubb deal that the Dolphins made, it was 24, 48 hours after that they announced a, an extension. And obviously when the Bears traded for Khalil Mack, it was announced immediately. Right. Someone so. did say, though, today that I read on my mentions that the Ravens didn't get the Roquan Smith deal done till the offseason. Is that correct? That they traded for Roquan, but yet Roquan didn't get locked up till That's, the offseason. That could be. So does that give you a little more hope? My, my worry is the Ravens are really, really good. And that well, he, Eric DaCosta is somebody that's got a track record. Well, for not only does he have a track record, that's a good team. Roquan went from a bad team to a good team on, in, a, in a playoff hunt. And what if he doesn't like what's going on here? What if he doesn't like being a bear? What if he, he wanted to be in Atlanta? 
What, uh, what, what the two and six record and the and the yeah. lack of culture in the locker room right. is what if, what appealing if he, to you? What if he doesn't like being coached this way? What if he 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 doesn't know he doesn't like who the new coach is going to be or whatever? Uh, and or, and you're and he's unsigned. The lot, lots of different things can happen in the time where he's unsigned. This isn't like a great landing spot for a player as of now. If you're Chase Young, you're happy to go to San Francisco. So yes, you, if you're Montez Sweat, you don't feel the same way unless you're getting a big bag. But again, you could always franchise him, yes, but a lot of guys can then always say, well, I'm not showing up to camp. And then if you're still a building team, do you really want to play the game of one of your better players not showing up to camp and being in that situation again? Something that you've avoided with Roquan and all these and, and Jalen Johnson and, and such. It's not what I want to see. So that's why I would say you made the investment, the second-round pick, get it done, and let's move forward. That would be ideal. Yeah. I would, again, I, I, I don't understand why you would make the trade and then not have the extension talks. All right. We're waiting on Ryan Poles. Uh, a lot going on. Maybe he's getting a deal done. Who knows? Um, there's lots of business to be taken care of. They fired a coach today. They've got a new defensive end. Um, a lot happening inside Hallis Hall. As soon as he comes down to the podium, we will carry the press conference. Uh, let's. Uh, we'll, as soon as um, it happens, we will come back from break, too. So if this happens in 30 seconds, we will be back. You will not miss any of the Ryan Poles press conference. We will bring it to you next.